Hey, Osiris listeners. We want to tell you about our friends at Sunset Lake CBD who support this show. Sunset Lake CBD is a Vermont hemp farm crafting affordable CBD products designed to help with sleep and stress without breaking the bank. If you haven't tried CBD before, take it from me, it's a game changer. I use Sunset Lake's tincture every night before I go to bed, helping me get solid, restful sleep. And their gummies are great for daytime. Check out their new Good Vibes gummies, which have just a bit of hemp-derived THC to help you relax and unwind. Sunset Lake CBD crafts products with hemp grown on their family farm and ships them directly to customers. They have tinctures, salves, edibles, coffee, smokables, and even pet products. By the way, their CBD chocolate fudge is awesome. Check them out today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use coupon code TIME for 20% off all products. Sunset Lake CBD, farmer-owned, Vermont-grown. What's up? It's Mike. Enjoying the podcast? Want more? Head on over to patreon.com slash comes a time pod for a bonus episode each week. All right. We are back. Comes a time podcast. Hi, O'Teal. Hey, Mike. What's up, brother? How you doing, my friend? I'm doing really good. Trying to uh, get back in the swing of things. (laughs) (laughs) You come home and it's just like kids. Kids, dog. Changes the scenery. Well, you had, you came up. So we are recording this on the heels. I mean, I'm going to say that steam is still coming off the Capitol Theater. In Port Chester <laughs> from that Saturday night show. We are recording this uh, only a couple days after your uh, run of O'Teal and Friends at the Cap. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. When did you get, what shows. song did you come in on? Because you had a show, you were gigging. That was gigging city, all right? weekend. Yeah, well, I had, sh- no, I was in Hartford. Oh, uh, that's right. At Hartford. the Funny Bone on Friday. And that was right. too far to make it down. And it, it ended up, everything ended up being like way late. So um, I missed Friday and then Saturday I had a gig in Jersey, which we can get into the details of all this, but I got in at, I mean, I got settled, took a deep breath, a swig of water, a whack off my pen, and you guys went into weather report suite. So I caught the the end of the first set, which with the horns and they (sighs) nailed the, all my favorite, and uh, I have so many things. Oh God! Blow yeah, all the vocals. Away, like a song that's born to saw the sky. I was I was hitting hard with you. I was like I was singing along as if I was driving alone at night, <laughs> belting it out. And weather report into weather report. Let it grow is my favorite song to sing along to. You know, like and the name is on the earth. The Brit takes it in. Will not speak, but stand inside the rain. That like Bobby, like dun, dun, that that. Dun, 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 and with the horns dude oh we gotta just say right now man natalie cressman jen hartswick chew james casey wow you know they're homework doers so like they did their homework but then they did all this other extra stuff that I was, and I just was like, what is that sound? I turned around and they just came up. And so after I got home, I listened 
to Saturday night. I still haven't heard the first night yet, mm-hmm. but it was like two in the morning. And man, all the stuff they were doing, I was just like, oh, they're they just amazing. make you sound literally another hundred percent better than you sounded. Like even if you're at a hundred with them, you're at two hundred. It's like they are. They are. Look, and I mean, wow, getting to know them through seeing Trey and watching them with him, and and watching that band turn into a whole other thing, and everything they do solo, and everything they do with all of yeah. their side, and each the thing I love about Saturday Night was every single member of the band stole the show at different points. Yeah. Do you know what I mean by that? Like James Casey had people crying and jumping up and down at the same time. I mean, yeah. Did you see that picture the dude posted on a, Oh, what's his name? I got to find. It was so great, man. He's just in this. He's, he's so into it. Like he caught how it felt. (laughs) I got to see that picture on camera. I'm going to find it because it was on Instagram and uh, I was going to send it to him, and then I think I saw where he he saw it. But man. we'll give it to Eric to we we should have Eric posted in the Patreon. And by the way, everyone that's <laughs> yeah, listening, we're doing him. a lot of uh, bonus stuff over at Patreon, and I think now would be a good time to shout out some of the Patreon listeners, like Jacqueline Roberts, Mike D, Julia Postal, uh, Linda yes. Betts, Elsie Hicks, Stefan Lima. Franca Fisher, Chris Migliaccio. There's a dude on here. His name is Luke. We'll just call him Cool Hand Luke. Luke. Or yeah, Luke, this is your father. <laughs> <laughs> cool Luke. But yeah, we're, we'll, we'll, we'll post the pictures from, uh, from over there. But Otiel, everybody stole. Ev- so, so basically, I got in right at the end of the first set Saturday. And I don't know if you... For for the northeasterners, we'll call it that are listening to the podcast. We had some dicey, dicey. We had yeah. some. We had a bomb cyclone roll through the northeast on Saturday. So you come up and we get bad weather. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Friday's sixty and sunny. Saturday is a blizzard with well, winds I, I flew and all up. types of weird. I flew up Friday, so I got there. Yeah. I was like, "God, oh, this isn't bad." Yeah, I said I mean, pack sorry, a jacket. I up, <clears throat> yeah, I flew up Thursday night. Yeah. And the Thursday night, you know, I took the last flight out so I could put the kids to bed. So I woke up Friday. I'm like, oh, this is... <laughs> Walk in the park. Then Saturday, it was like the beginning of Rudolph when they go. And then it hits a storm. Like all the, the ceiling tiles are flying off. So literally there was a strip that went through basically where the Capitol Theater was, where to the, to the west was shit, snow and wind and ice and sleet and all that. And then to the east was rain. Um, and it was an ugly night. It got down to like the teens. It was cold as shit when you left there, huh? <clears throat> Dude, I was so bummed. And then Jess sends me a pic. Oh, I got to send this to Eric, too. She sends me a pic of Nigel with the pool brush, like, in the pool, cleaning the pool. Yeah. I was like, are you just rubbing it? In? She didn't She didn't know. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. okay, thanks. Yeah. I really yeah. appreciate it. I actually took a video. I got to send this to you, Eric, because I took a video of a couple of my friends, for a couple of my friends down here. 
and it's just me it's just just coming down snow it's just super windy and i'm just sitting there like Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. (laughs) yeah it was i'll tell you though the cap is a great like like it's so cool because like when you when you're in there it's a it's a sweat box i mean it's steamy inside and then they open one of those side doors and it's like and it but during a show it's nice to get a little blast of cold air to 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 to, you know chill you out a little bit but yeah, I, I I was bummed I missed the first half. I had a gig in Jersey, and I hauled ass out of there as fast as possible and got to the cap. Uh, walked in weather report set break, and mm, uh, I'm glad you caught weather report, man. Oh, it was so good. But I mean, let's let's. I mean, you hear the I, intro I, Tom did on the beginning of that, the whole thing. Yeah, he just did this whole like. I don't even know what style somewhere between classical and flamenco or something, but just this beautiful solo guitar solo intro. And then he goes into, and I was just like, yeah, dude, team shout out to fucking, I mean, Tom's just, I mean, and Kraz, I mean, everybody, dude, Lavazzoli. I, can I tell you that like my hero, (laughs) my heroes are drummers that can sing like, 
thinking the same thing. It's a different <laughs> thing. One of my best friends, Eddie Castillo, is like that. And it's just that whole, like, <clears throat> it's a different way that they drum because everything sets up the singing. Yeah. You know? Every, yeah. It's so perfect. Yeah. He's, it's a, oh, God, he's yeah. so good. The Tough Mama yeah. was like, man, it got me moving. I was I was digging that and and yeah. that was that that was like uh well you know that Levon whole Helm set. thing yes the Levon <clears throat> Helm thing you know you watch video of him just like my biggest mistake was loving you too much boom and he's bashing in it's just it's just so good so that second set went on Saturday night it went uh Hotlanta sick. Sick. Gotta have some Armour Brothers when you're in New York, man. Sorry, just got to. That was that was dynamite. I mean, it was like what a way to start a set. Too. Well, we had the horns because Valor. Shout out to Valor Trucks, Butch Trucks' son, his firstborn son. He <clears throat> wrote, had this idea to put Afro Blue, just a Mongo Santa Maria tune that you know everybody covered from old jazz guys to Santana, right? Yeah. So he put it in to Hot Lana. So it's da and then they all do the chords together. And it's just like Yeah, I gotta send that to Baylor. That was sick. That was tight. Yeah. It really was, dude. And then Tough Mama, one of my favorite. I mean, that's just, you know, I that's the that second one. you did two Dylan tunes that night. And as you're not a huge Dylan guy. Well, but- I really love Jerry Band version of Tough Mama. It's oh, just that's that. incredible. Yeah. That's but you my- did got to serve somebody you did too, which I was kind of like, yeah. that, that was a, I'm very upset I missed that because that's up oh. there as like, lately that's been one of my favorite Thank God for Dylan streams, because Jen, you know, I asked her, I was like, what song do you want to, do you feel st- uh, strongest on, you know? Like, what do you want to do? She's like, man, yeah, I love this uh, version of Serve Somebody. I was like, let's go. Yeah. And she just super owned it. Serve somebody. I think, I think, yeah. I think the uh, wizard texted me. <laughs> it's just like, that's what I'm talking about. That yeah, song is so it. fucking good. Yeah. And, and Jen, I mean, yeah, Jen kills everything. You know, this, um, I got to sh- <laughs> tell people this too, man. One of Pete Lavazzoli's superpowers, of which he has a few, but Pete has perfect pitch. He also has a frigging photographic memory. So he can sing every Jerry tune, every Bob Weir wow. tune, and every Bob Dylan tune without looking at any lyrics like i can attest you know how wordy um hunter is you know D- how and dylan wordy dylan dylan is and he don't look at no lyrics he gets so any song i need him to sing i mean like i don't even ask him because it's always a rhetorical question but also for because he has perfect pitch he's like oh you know the bridge of this ends on f and then we could go straight into this and then that could be and so he'll just like you just Holy see shit. whatever 
part of his brain start working and then all of a sudden the whole first set's written all chained together <laughs> like segued keys yeah. like, i was just like <laughs> yeah i hate writing set lists i'm like oh do God, you I gotta write that well i just you know if you have a band long enough you don't have to write it but the aru we we would just start the you would always know what the next tune would be and everybody knew it yeah so but with pete it's like fun again because we just come up with like segues between like grateful dead then one of my songs then like jerry band then you know a cover of something you know it could just be like really he's amazing like that man so i think people realize aside from the singing drummer thing and he has rob he pulled up in my house on rob hunter's old motorcycle i was like yeah when you told me that i was like this guy is just i mean (laughs) some people just the the finger of god comes down and goes you you, you, 10 years with melvin seals ain't for nothing you know like yeah no he's unbelievable man and it's just uh (laughs) god he was so uh, yeah so and then believe it or not incredible incredible we put that twist on the end of it too mm-hmm. and again a lot of, a lot of lyrics yeah but it's you know a lot of singing for you like uh jen natalie and james those backgrounds on the end part just ah, oh, it's like it's rising up to heaven man yeah but yeah. i read them shits i i read those lyrics i have them on my ipad <laughs> i can't remember i know that's a lot of lyrics and I got to tell you, Oteil, I mean, the lyrics, I mean, the vocals all around, man, they were fantastic. You sounded great. You sounded warm. Like it Thank didn't, you. you weren't, yeah. Like you said earlier before we got on, you said your throat was a little scratchy towards the end, but I mean, <clears throat> it sounded just like everyone sounded super smooth. Um, yeah. Shout out I to think the, what, uh, the crew at the cap too, because we could hear everything really well and man, those those people at the Cap Theater are really amazing. Mm. They just they love you know. They care. <laughs> it's yeah. such a big difference when everybody cares and about you specifically, you know, and they know yeah. everybody in the band. You know, it's like it's re- it was really cool. So thank you, staff of the Cap Theater. All the crew was amazing. Yeah, they really are incredible. And they're people that like greet you with a smile. Like I came in late and they were like, come on, come on, come on. Like, you know, like, they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, how's it been? Everything good? It's like you're getting to like family dinner late, you know? It, it, like, what are you like, doing? Get in it's here. It's family. It is. It sure is. Um, the next two tunes I had, it, I, it got me like in the, in the, my eyes were, were sweating a little bit. I got a little teary. I love this cra- unconditional love. Oh yeah, Kraz tune. Jesus, coming after, believe it or not. And then before you did the song you did for the Neil Casal, Super Highway. Super Highway, yeah. That was an interesting, like, one-two punch that was emotional, but, like, joyous. That Kraz tune, God. (laughs) It's a really simple tune. And if you just have SEAL Team... Cats, it just it got such a lift off. Cause when I was when I was going back and relearning, and I was like, oh yeah, I remember this tune. I was like, okay, you know. Mm. And then man, we played in rehearsal. I was just it went. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. 
Well, now would actually be a, a good time. I wanted to ask you about, you know, like leading up to these shows, and we can get back to the set list in a second. But, you know, this has been unconventional, I imagine, in the sense that, like, you know, rehearsals are different now in this era, like where you're kind of like rehearsing yeah. from home. You're all rehearsing in different states, well, different places. Like, what was the process like with kind of doing rehearsals for, for these shows? Well, we didn't, I mean, we didn't have any together except for a day of. So that's why <clears throat> my voice was taxed a little. That's also why I was so time crunched because I think we would leave at like 1130 or noon or something and just get there and be there till, you know, 1230 yeah. whenever we left. Right. So I sent everybody out the stuff ahead of time go hey can you work on this and work on this sorry to all my bandmates for not getting out more uh not getting out sooner but um <clears throat> and then jason came down here and he and pete and i just sat in this room and worked on addicts we worked on weather reports we we worked on new potato caboose because uh, there's so many vocals in that that we had to get they're really interesting vocal parts in new potato mm. very unconventional yeah. and really hard you just have to go so a lot of that was what helped me relax because i knew like what else would we run hard uh, king solomon's um we got a gig coming up where phil is going to be there so we want to do addicts new potato king solomon you know like yeah and really kill him like i don't want to be messing up i want those to be the ones where it's just like all three pointers yeah. you know so <laughs> we're kind of looking at skull and roses you know we're we're aiming for that but uh nice it's really just comes down to everybody being a pro and doing their homework and man big shout out to krasno because <clears throat> and tom really but kras got handed like 30 songs for the love rock gig like a week before the gig. And, and he was on the road with his band at the time. So when you're doing your own thing, you're mm. like the Duke Ellington, like everything is, you know, you got to manage right. it. So then here comes all my, you know, here comes new potato, long terrapin, long eyes. He goes, there's a part, there's another part of eyes. It was, you know, full <laughs> weather report, you yeah. know, I mean, just yeah. <laughs> full terrapin, like on and on and on. So he, just, his brain was completely sizzled, crispy. Yeah. But then he still was like getting up with Tom. They'd go upstairs, they'd run. You know, everything. He was still just cramming it in, just like sucking yeah. on a fire hydrant right till the end. Just yeah. like, and he's coming right. down here this week <laughs> to play with me again. So it was just like, we got there. I think the first day was harder because we had to do load in and then getting everybody's monitors in a seven piece band. And it's really a 10 piece because the three horn players are also three background singers. So that's right. Sick. It's not three. Yeah, yeah. And they're really like 12. But <laughs> for the sound man, you know, <clears throat> so that took a lot of time. And then I was kind of nervous because I was like, all right, we got from 3.30 to 6.30 to like 
you know, originals, long versions of the blah, blah, blah. Man, like right down to like five minutes before Dark Stage, we were done. We had played every song. Wow. And they were they were right. Mm. And I was like, you guys are amazing. So the next day we didn't have Loden. We didn't have to do sound check. Everything was done. So then we could just come in and just play. We had more time. Yeah. And again, and that set was the hard because there was a lot, you know, what Weatherport Terrapin back to back, right? Or something. There's like all these long ones. No, New Potato Caboose <clears throat> Terrapin, I think. Was That's back it, to back. New Potato. And New Potato Caboose is ba- basically like they handed a hit of acid, a pen and paper, and was like, write a song. <laughs> it's the weirdest song. I mean, it's so great. The music- but it's got so many weird, choppy, chugging oh, up. A, I, I just picked like a, ch- yeah, it's so weird. It's but crazy. It's so That's good. Phil, man. That's Phil. So good. Yeah. So it's a lot of work, but you know, well, it's it makes you it's uh, nerve wracking, but the more we did it, just with that group of people, I was like, it's gonna be fine. And then yeah. Saturday just got lit. That was crazy. Well, and also I have to say, all right, so it went new potato terrapin shakedown, so sick, and and the encore addicts and love light, which addicts and the love light. I want to say, I love the way that addicts was. Now it's a it's a lyric forward song to start with, but the way that you yeah. guys did it, you even went even further lyric forward. It was almost kind of sound had a cappella moments, which we I did do was, it a cappella in that the third verse <clears throat> right before the end, because you know we yeah. were practicing it here in in the music room. And it was just the three of us, and I said, you know. Let's not add that to all the crap that Jen, Natalie, and James have to learn. Yeah, yeah. So, and it sounded great with just the three of us here. I was like, we almost did the whole thing a cappella, and then I almost started <laughs> out with it a cappella. But then I thought uh-huh. it's something more humble about it if it's just three voices. It would sound great with six, but I was like, let's just keep it bare at three. You know. And yeah. uh, it felt good. Mm. Thanks, Jake Cacciatore, well, a sound guy. Well, I'll tell you, if you need a if you need a backup name for the band, it should just be called No Ego because it's felt like everybody <laughs> has the ability to step up when they need to step up and peel back when they need to peel back and let everybody do. Oh yeah, it was so cool to watch Tom. Tom's just shredding, and Kraz is watching him. Like enjoying, you know what I mean? Like just having a good time. And then Crosby would take a piece. And then you'd just, you had moments where you, like you were speaking in tongues through the bass and you had a lot of fun. I mean, you had, first of all, I want to say shout out to fun. DDP because your, your back's feeling pretty good, huh? You were moving, dude. Yes. And shout out to this Sandberg bass back here. The 7.7 pound wonder. Oh, wow. The, having yeah. both those things together really helps, man. It's so that bass is so much lighter. And the DDP, I'm doing it every day, man. Like at Hulk least six out. days away. Hulk it out. Inhale attention. At ease. So listen, that's helping a lot, huh? It's nice. A lot. It's a it's a, a great lot. workout. And yeah, and the, man. The thing that I love about it for people who haven't done it, and I hope if you haven't listened yet, go back and listen to the episode with DDP. Yeah. I really love I really love the idea of dynamic resistance, the idea mm-hmm. of making your own 
resistance. You don't need weights. You no. don't need to. And and I wanted to chat with chat with you about the fact that like, cause that has been for years, my hotel room workout. Yeah. And this was your first chance to do DDP in a hotel room. Isn't it perfect? And you get sweaty, your heart rate. I got a heart monitor. It goes mm-hmm. into the red all the time. And I, it's like, you know, DDP says, Hey, stop. Not, we're not, this workout's not for you to be in the red, you know, go into safety zone. And, and yeah. um, yeah, so it's perfect. It's exactly what I need, man. Exactly. What it's I the need. best road workout ever. And um, he's, it's like having Tony Robbins work out with you because he's such a motivator yeah. and you know, he did it, you know, his back was all messed up and Arthur and all the people that just the miracle <sighs> stories are there having dropped. He's like, look, and this right behind me, they lost 600 pounds collectively. <laughs> like, wow. You know, it's really, yeah. it's really something, man. I've been so loving it. I, 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 I definitely feel, and I want to try to get like your thoughts on it because it's like, it felt to me watching you, the culmination of the weekend, the Capitol theater, just the magic of all of it seemed to hit you towards the end of that second set, that love light. That you definitely were feeling it during the love light. You were feeling it during the shakedown. You were getting down hard. And there were other moments you were too, but I felt like you were like it, you, 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 the frequency, you hit the frequency at, uh, at a lot of points throughout. Do you know what I mean? Does that, am I, am it's I right the, about that? All, yeah. Cause we, uh, there's just times when it all comes together and it's, it is, it's a perfect, uh, analogy for getting in tune because it was it was the crew the band um the audience like everything just like got in tune with each other and then it just you know when a guitar is in tune you hit that chord it just wow and yeah everybody could feel it it was like there's no doubt it's like is that just me it's like, no, it's not just, I could look across the stage and see everybody was just like, whoa. And the audience, yeah. you know, especially because I was super psyched to pull out new potato, attic, stuff people have been asking me about for years, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's coming along <laughs> with the, you know? And so to see when we started new potato, this dude was like, he started talking. Oh, God, I was laughing so hard. I was like, all right, let's just nail this. Like, let's just nail it right for the books, you know? Yeah. I saw a couple couple people realize it was new potato and then go like, no. And then go, (laughs) oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, it have a moment. I love that, dude. Hey there, Osiris listeners. I wanted to tell you about our friends over at Smart Wolf. For more than 25 years, Smartwool has been making merino wool socks and apparel designed to keep you comfortable. Because they want to help you play, laugh, and explore in the outdoors with every thread they knit and every step you take. Because they believe that comfort sharpens focus and lets you perform beyond your limits. They are here to help you feel good. Now, it's up to you how far you will go. Take 15% off of your first order at smartwool.com. Smartwool. Go far, feel good. What's up, everybody? This is Mike, and today's show is sponsored by Sunset Lake CBD. 
a Vermont hemp farm crafting affordable CBD products designed to help with stress and sleep without breaking the bank. Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located just outside of one of our favorite places, Burlington, Vermont. For years, Sunset Lake was a dairy farm producing milk for Ben & Jerry's ice cream. We had them on the podcast. In 2019, they diversified and started growing hemp for CBD. And Sunset Lake CBD crafts products with hemp grown on their family farm and ships them directly to the customer, cutting out all the cost associated with getting on the shelves at stores. They have CBD products for every occasion and offer tinctures, salves, edibles, coffee, smokables, and even for that anxious dog of yours, they have pet products. Ooh, I need to get some for my dog that's barking all the time. But Mm -hmm. I'll tell you this, I use these. The Sour Bears. So good. They are CBD gummies. I literally, no joke, I take these every night. They help me sleep. And it's almost bedtime. (laughs) Yep. And I still, as I said it before, I'll say it again. You go to a long show, you come home, my 42-year-old ankles are not what they used to be. And I rub that salve all over them and uh, put them up, enjoy a a nice cocktail, and uh, just let it ooze right into those sore bones. And you know what, folks, all you comes a time fans, if you check them out at sunsetlakecbd.com and use promo code TIME, T-I-M-E, you'll get 20% off all products. That's sunsetlakecbd.com. Use promo code TIME, 20% off all products. Sunset Lake CBD, farmer-owned, Vermont-grown. Thank you. Get you some. I'll tell you, where I was, like I was right behind the soundboard, and I, I love watching. God, it's just the best. It's the funnest for me now, watching everyone just remember how to be at a concert after all these like you know uh yeah man streaming friday nights in your living room and your your wife and kids go to bed and you're like i'm gonna stay up for two more songs and you have three more beers and just cry and play air guitar in your living room (laughs) now they're out in public and they're still acting like that i watched this dude play air guitar with two tom to Guarna, right? And it's my favorite guy to watch at a show where it's like he's, it's like Tom's, he thinks Tom's talking to him through the notes. And then he's going like, oh yeah, oh yeah. And he like throws back, he throws back a riff to Tom. But the neck of his air guitar has the consistency of like a pool noodle. Like it's, he's up here it's now and he's just like, he's down here. He's flipping, it's like leaning it up to Tom. Like, look, I'm, I'm giving you some, give it back, you know? And, oh, it's just fucking hilarious. His beer in his, like, he's holding this can in his teeth so he could double. <laughs> it's got to be splashing some. Splashing everywhere. And both hands are soloing. Like, it's like, what are you playing? A fucking double-sided lute? The way you're like, and it, I mean, just going for it. There were spinners. There were, oh, I, I mean, there was. The spinners. There were a couple. Um, I there, like that. It, it was I like sick, the dervishes, dude. man. I like our our <laughs> western whirling dervishes. <laughs> yeah.
It was beautiful. It was beautiful. And the tempo of the tunes was welcomed and, and appreciated the sped up, like, you know, and, and, uh, we stumped everybody with Edward, the mad shirt grinder. That was the first (laughs) night. I was like, man, I don't think anybody's covered this. It's just like a real piano tune Nicky Hopkins wrote. He did it with Quicksilver Messenger Service, but it's on that. It's on the live Jerry Band record. And um, nobody knew who, nobody knew the song we encored with. I was like, let's hit him with it. They were scoop. And we're like just burning. I look in the audience and people are just like, I was like, they don't know it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh hell we got him hey. with attic so uh, you know yeah <laughs> hey man you don't have to know every song sanctuary band i'm dying to go back and listen to i love that one yeah i gotta listen you to the did first that. night you did that early friday right yeah i gotta go back and listen to it. man i know the uh horns i wrote these horn parts uh for when um Jen, Natalie, and James played with me on my birthday at, at Lockin. Mm-hmm. So there's horns for my originals, like Chasin' and Too Many Times. And and we've been playing those songs without them. And it was so good to hear that again and them doing all the backgrounds and stuff. Yeah, I got to go back and listen to that first night because that Too Many Times, that had some magic on it. <sighs> yeah, it got lift a lot off. Of, I mean, these sets are, you know, set. the first night went... Water in the desert, they love each yeah. other. Cats under the stars. Did you mm. do a fast they love each other? Yeah, we always fast. do the fast one. I never do the slow one. Always the and the funky faster loose Lucy. And uh yeah, for sure. Uh they the a fast they love each other is quite possibly one of like my favorite tunes. Like why they And ever it's got did. that bridge. You know, the bridge that's do not do in the do slow do one? Do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Why don't you believe? Yeah, no, totally. I don't ever understood bump, why bump, they... Bump, 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 love that. Bump. Yeah. Yeah, I love that, that's too. When I heard tune. that, I was like, oh, because it's so slow with Dead and Company. Boop, and so, boop, boop, boop. I was like, wait a minute. Boop, I can boop, play the fast boop, one with my band. Boop, boop. Mary yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I never understood why it... Why it uh, funk. They did that with a couple tunes, man, too. They did that with mm-hmm. Friend of the Devil. Actually, if you listen to early mm-hmm. live shows, they played Friend of the Devil the way it was on the studio. That's the yeah. thing I dig about the way that you're approaching a lot of these tunes that are, I mean, like the the you know, the the attention to detail that the studio at like the like yeah. my my favorite shit about the stu- wake of the flood version of weather or was it yeah I th- no wait yeah i think it's on wake of the flood weather report let it grow i think that's wake of the flood <clears throat> um anyway the studio version of it the horns in the back and that the way that like like they even hit like natalie and and yeah. james and jen even hit like the they all that stuff all that is so like and yeah. then they're jumping off that. They're jumping from horns to background. Yeah. Oh God, man, so they're good. Just crushing it the whole weekend. Good yeah. lord, it made it. It made it seem like we've been like on the road for like you know a month. It just and I think what if we were? Let's see. This is a that that band makes me go. 
okay, you should go on the road. <laughs> like, because I have this thing, it's like, whenever we would, if we had had a break and we would play again, it would be like the seventh gig would just be like, the the total telepathy was back. Uh-huh. It just needed to like work its way all, and then it's like that seventh gig. And so I think about with that band, because that was gig number two. Think about number seven with that band. I mean. It would just burn the roof off. It really would. It, was, it, it, it really would. I mean, in the was, way that things started to go in rounds during Love Light <laughs> and stuff, like it's like you got you, to the point that you're trying to, like if there was a night three, I feel like set one opener would have picked right up where Love Light left off. Like you guys were going into a, man, the things yeah. that were happening, that Love Light was, was I thought Addicts was going to end it. And then when you yeah. you kicked into Love Light, I was like, oh, shit, here we go. And then, and man, that I got to the- tell you, that's Pete Lavazzoli, man. Both those sets, Saturday night and Friday night, he was like, he's thinking the thread all the way to the end, you know? That's yeah. some masterful stuff, God, man. He's, he's, it's sure a is, lot of... dude. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> he's something. Well, I mean, maybe that's the... You know, if that's the band, I mean, fuck, that's a fun fucking band, dude. I yeah. Mean, that's an incredible band. Crosby's so, Crosby's so good. He's dude, so... There was some stuff, because we, you know, he played in the Peacemakers, too, like, way back. So we go way back. Mm. and But we hadn't played together in, like, a really long time. So when you play together again and you remember your old connection your old telepathy it's like oh yeah we had that thing strong and it's just right back right back to it like no time had passed (laughs) except for he's gotten a lot better in the meantime too so he's spending all this he's been at terrapin crossroads playing with like with those guys constantly and and when i was out in san francisco doing shows i saw him out there and I remember seeing him at the knitting factory in New York City with like early, like, oh, shit, 2000? Solar maybe? Circus. Yeah. Zen Tricksters, yep. them, like God a whole, I mean, it was like a, yeah, that whole thing, that like kind of mm-hmm. post wetlands yep. kind of at the knitting factory was sponsored by relics. And it was just what a night. And like every, remember that place had like multiple stages and different rooms and stuff. Yeah. And it was like, Everything was going on in a different room, and we hung and we bullshitted a ton that night. That was a great night of music. But it's always, I mean, he's so good and so like under the radar up there. There's no frills. He's just, he's just chomping away, you know, killing it. And we didn't even bust out the violin. We're gonna do that. And some of his originals too, because he's got some beautiful original music, man. But we got to get that that violin out the case. Little side thing about Dylan and the Grateful Dead and violins. You brought it up, so I'll say it. There, there's a there's a documentary on Netflix right now called The Rolling Thunder Review. I don't know if you're familiar mm. with that era I of gotta, Dylan. I got to see that because okay, I have so, Netflix. That's one I got. <laughs> it's a Scorsese. <laughs> I think it's a Scorsese documentary, oh. but it's about the era of – it's like a 75 era, 76 era of Dylan – where what he basically, it was the bicentennial, so 76, yeah. the America's bicentennial, right? And uh, he had this idea of kind of like taking a, 
like a like a camper basically out on the road with a whole bunch of musicians and putting together this kind of like like kind of carny road show thing where you yeah. know he had a band that was i mean just loaded with talent and then the, he he brought with him like John Sebastian and Joan Baez and yeah. all these amazing Ronnie Hawkins I think was involved with some of it but Dylan painted his face completely white and had like a weird like peacock feather coming out of his hat. And he had like, it was all very like, you know, it was like the era of like Hurricane and Isis and that album Desire, which is, I, I can't start yeah. to finish. It's like one of the most unbelievable albums. Um, but he had Scarlett Rivera playing violin with him. And are you familiar with mm. Scarlett Rivera? <laughs> Man, uh. you got to check, you got to watch this just for yeah. her. Like, I mean, she's, she had long, long black hair all the way down to the floor these wow. huge black eyes, right? Like, like a cat's eyes and a big smile. And she played the viol an electric violin along with Dylan during these tunes. And someone, one of the nice. camera guys was interviewing her and they go, um, who's that on your violin? And she shows her violin and it's the cover of blues for Allah where that skeleton is sitting playing the violin. And she goes, that's my friend. He keeps me company while I'm on stage. And it was like, they were talking about like backstage. She had like, she would walk around backstage with like swords and a snake and like all these weird, she I was like, like yeah, dude, a you would love She's it. a Wiccan. She yeah. was. Allen Ginsberg was yeah, on the tour with them. And like, it was really cool. cool. You should check it out. Um, for anybody like who's listening it. too, that you should totally. Uh... And then you did Gamora, Deal, too many times, yeah. Liz Reed. I like that you blend like that. That that's fun. That there's like, it's not just dead. It's not just almonds. It's not just. It's 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 a little bit of everything. You know, like I think now that I that's, put some of my tunes in there. Yeah. This weekend we're doing some of Kraz's tunes. We're doing uh, some of Steve Kimmock's tunes. I mean, everybody's such a good. We're gonna start doing some of Jason Crosby's tunes. But everybody writes, right? You know, I want to do. Yeah. Uh, Jen, Natalie, and James's tunes. If we get enough gigs, you know they're always busy. So, <laughs> like we had a great. It was the first time they played together in a really long time because I think uh, they were gonna play on Trey's thing, but then everybody got COVID. Yeah. So they were like, "This oh was God, our first right. time back together, and we we're so psyched it was gonna be with you." You know, so I it made me feel great. And um, man, James, oh my God. Yeah, He's I had a really bad, bad migraine. I woke up with it Saturday morning, and I couldn't shake it. Finally, I took some uh, medicine that has caffeine because I don't like to be speedy, so I don't do it unless it's the last resort. But it's like, look, man, I got to get rid of this by tonight. About uh, 45 minutes through rehearsal, it started to abate a little bit, but I was just sitting there just... I was having a pity party because I was just in such pain. And then I had to think about James like battling cancer. And I was just like, dude, you just like, this is mm -hmm. not that. Yeah. Like, it's a migraine. It sucks. <laughs> but, you know, like, just go. This is the, this is life. The battle. Right. <laughs> it's just, we're at war. Go. And went into Bay about 45 minutes, man, to see this picture. I can't, I'm so glad that. I sent it to Eric to see the energy and the spirit and the fire that he was putting into it while he was feeling, you know, just 
it just makes you feel depleted when you're going through that treatment, you know? It's just absolutely yeah. inspirational, you know? But joy is like magic. <laughs> and love yeah. is magic. And it could just like, he was just like, wow! <laughs> well, and for something that makes you feel so, I mean, I only imagine, but it's like from the, from something that makes you feel so isolated, you know, the the community is medicine at that point, right? I mean, to be able to mm-hmm. like, he, everyone was giving him so much love f- from the crowd when he was, I mean, he was hitting those, yeah, he was going down low and just kind of lifted, like he was carrying a piano up the stairs, you know what I mean? Like he was getting low, lifting with his legs and just hitting it hard. Yeah. And I feel like he puts everything into every note because why not, you know? And he always did. You yeah, know? and now how old is he? I'm not sure. Do you have any I idea? To, I gotta look. I'm not sure. I don't like I don't to know, know now because it always makes was, me but... feel old. <laughs> I <find> out. <laughs> it's depressing. <laughs> oh, well, we can let it go. It's okay. <laughs> and then set two, night one, which I got to go back and listen to. Magnificent Sanctuary Band, King Solomon's Marbles, No More Doubt. King Solomon's, man. Dude. I think we stuck that one that time. Mm. We're gonna, That's sick. Yeah. I'm super... Uh, I hope Phil makes it out to Skull and Roses that day. Before. Well, he's going to be there the day before Jason said, because Jason's playing with him at Skull and Roses, too. So I really want to play that for him. Yeah. In person. <laughs> you know? What do you when you think about the when, when when you think about the solo, when you think about the OTL tunes that you throw into the repertoire, let's say, like for a tour or for a couple of dates or whatever, like do you go for ones that like is there any like walk me through that process? Like are you thinking about anything in particular? Is it the tunes that you haven't played in a while that you want to revisit? Is it your favorites to play? Is it some that you want to just... challenge yourself to remember? It's like, um, they're just my favorites, you know? And the singer that I wrote them with, uh, you know, all the ones with vocals, um, passed away very early, you know? And um, so it kind of, when I think about Paul, all of a sudden it was like real clear to me which tunes were my favorites because I love them all. You know, and we mm. did a bunch of them together, mm. but um, yeah, definitely. Um, no more doubt. Too many times, hard to find. And we did Rooster uh, when we were in Miami last time, and I really liked that one. But I have to have either Jason Crosby or or Matt Slocum play because they know how to play bass underneath me like the parts that are mm. too complicated too syncopated to sing and play at the same time they'll play the bass so i can just sing it nice. and then when the solos come or the jam or if it's a simpler part that i can play and sing at the same time i'll play it but you know matt used to even have one of my bass amps you know so you couldn't tell when his stopped and mine started we would have oh, the sound wow. man mix it so people would be like <laughs> his hands are not on the bass, you know, <laughs> but it's just like, <laughs> like Neil Evans, you know, just like full <laughs> on. So, uh, but yeah, those tunes, uh, I've, I really 
I love that music, man. And it, it kind of, you know, it has the same roots as all this other stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It has all the same roots. So it feels, it's seamlessly together. Pete makes some great set lists just segueing in and out of all of that stuff, you know? So I need to talk to him about getting you to play uh, my request is, you know, you remember what I told you I had that dream that you you played empty pages, traffic? Ah, oh, that's right. You got it. He sings so high. I wonder if I can. I can't believe. Uh, let me. That's my. Gonna, that's my call. I think you guys would shred that. Ugh. And especially with with uh, Crosby on the on the keys, because that's got a really nice fun keyboard or uh, piano traffic. part too. Traffic. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. If it's that's not like request. Brent. Brent Midland high. People are always asking, can you do some Brent tunes? I was like, maybe if you castrate me <laughs> while singing the song. <laughs> well, Steve Winwood is uh, maybe the British Brent. I don't know. It, it is that gets pretty high for sure. But I, I think I'll it's, give it a shot. I'll see yeah. if I can do it. I think he's you guys up could there. Pull it off. He he played. Off. He pl- When did he play with us? Man, he's so like wow. You know, some guys like lower the keys and stuff when they get older. Uh, uh-uh. not him and not Taj no. Mahal. They go straight for the moon. Yeah, that's okay. amazing, man. Well, I would love for you guys to give it a whack, and if it doesn't work, just record it and if you laugh halfway through it and go fuck this, we can't do it. Then uh, at least you know send what me I'll that. do. If it's too hard for me, I'll ask Jen to sing it. <laughs> So I think you would just love the could, tune because it's a fun, I'm it's down, a very dude. fun tune. I love Winwood. Yeah. I love traffic. Can't find my way home. Actually, I need to do that whether I can sing it or not. Just like get Jen to sing it. You know. And that's, that's in that and that yeah, that's in that wheelhouse of like even if you threw some little feet tunes or if you threw some meters to like I mean, dead fa- like the the people that are gonna come to O'Teal shows are going to bug out if they hear some traffic, you know, cause I yeah, bet a bunch of them saw, cause traffic opened for the dead a couple of years. Yeah. Um, and then blue sky eyes of the world, morning dew, golden road, Edward, the mad shirt grinder, Sick. long eyes, the long eyes with the whole, and the fun part about that was usually it's uh, I think it was Jerry and Phil trading in that part. And we just let the horns take it. I was like, you know, yeah, we got these three horn players here. That was one thing I wanted to keep doing. Like, I was like, we got plenty of guitar. Like, let the horns take these sections, you know? And yeah. man, they roasted that thing. That I was listen great. to it. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why that's such, such interesting things about why they stopped doing that. You know what I mean? Like it just is weird to me that that's it's you know. weird how things just change and and uh it's funny because I'll be I was in my we were cleaning out my garage our garage and so I just had uh Grateful Dead playing a little Bluetooth speaker while we were just sweating it out, you know. Mm-hmm. And then eyes comes on, and I'm just like, <laughs> and all of a sudden it's like, duh, 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 duh. I was like, what the? <laughs> you know, now I'm just like stopped, and you know, so I had to. I forget if I 
texted Dean Sotilli or somebody. I was just like, what's up with this? You know, this is a thing. He's like, oh, yeah. And he did like rattle off from here to here. They did that. And the best one, my favorite three are this one, this date, and that, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that happens. Dead, like, it's right like there. hearing the, the fast. Like all that. Hearing the fast they love each other. Hearing that like fast loose Lucy, you know, the funky, just like, you know, super bouncy loose loose. I was like, whoa. All right. I want to do that one. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's yeah, fun to totally. pull those out, man. It's fun to pull them out. I think we are going to do weather report with, um, Den company because uh that's just not that hard and and bob's playing the intro that classical guitar thing. yes yeah yeah i think it's i yeah. think we're like i think it's right around the corner I that's bet beautiful this, i bet this next tour we end up pulling out full weather for it well you know what's interesting too is like if you go back and listen to early tape early like early tapes you go back and listen to recordings of like the early like pre-weather report yeah. You could hear in between songs when everyone's tuning up, Bobby's playing that intro a lot. Yeah. Like he would, yeah. I almost wonder if that was like a, like a exercise of, of some sort for him or something well, he was working a on. There's a thing on YouTube and I'm pretty sure he was still a teenager. I think he, I think he was super young. He, um, and it's before he had words to it. So he's playing the whole thing just on acoustic guitar and singing that entire melody. The the oh, whole melody wow. was there before any words. And that was a big revelation when I heard it. And man, it is timelessly beautiful. It's That's it when sure I is. really got Bob. I mean, I always love Looks Right Rain and Black Throat, where there's a bunch of stuff, you know, Cassidy, a bunch of stuff of his eye. But when I heard that, he was so freaking young man and this thing was done yeah it was just it was done and it wasn't done yet <laughs> you yeah. gotta yeah like just waiting for go look for that on barlow i have to yeah go absolutely. look for that on you know YouTube, what let's take man. this conversation let's take this conversation over to patreon and finish up we have a lot more to talk about so if anybody wants to join us over there go to uh patreon.com forward slash comes a time pod and uh and, and you'll hear much, much more. Peace out, everybody, or come with us. Osiris. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that fantasy points has to offer. That's fantasypoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. Fantasypoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 